New study shows 10% of adults in the world are LGBTQ+. A global survey conducted by Ipsos found that the number of adults who identify as LGBTQ+, is now 9%. From February 7th to March 13th, Ipsos surveyed 22, over 22,000 adults across 30 countries, including Portugal, the Netherlands, Turkey, and Brazil. Brazil had the highest percentage of LGBTQ plus adults around the world, 15%, which does not surprise me at all. <laughs> and followed by that, Peru, while Peru and Japan had the lowest at 4% of adults surveyed. An average of 3% identified themselves as gay or lesbian, 4% as bisexual, 1% as asexual, and 1% as pansexual or omnisexual. Gen Z respondents were two times more likely to identify as LGBTQ+, than their millennial counterparts, and four times more likely when compared with Gen Xers and Boomers. The United States matches the world average with 9% of the population identifying as LGBTQ+. This represents a one-point percentage drop since 2021, according to the survey. When it comes to the gender identity, 1% of the surveyed adults describe themselves as transgendered, another 1% identified as non-binary, gender fluid, or gender non-conforming, and 1% identified as other than male or female. In this area too, Gen Zers were more likely to identify as one of these categories than older adults. I mean, this, this story is awesome and it doesn't surprise me at all. I think that, you know, I, I, I'm a big, I, I love quantum physics and, you know, the whole qu quantum theory. I've never heard anybody say that out loud. I do. I love it. I love it. I live for it. Okay? That's, that's his new hashtag. Literally, yes, yes. Um, and I used to watch Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap, yes. Same that's thing. Like this, okay, yeah, same. We're, okay. We're, we're, we're playing in the same realm. Um, but, in, you know, in, in the quantum realm, there's this whole, you know, thing about that every, everything's on a curve. Every, everything is, is on, on, you know, based on you have the two extremes and you have everything in between. And I do feel like sexuality and, and gender expression and all that is, is all in the, in the middle. Like we're, we're everything, everywhere, all at once when it comes to that. And how, how it expresses in, in us is, is, you know, I think that there's a, um, a correlation between how accepting society is to how you are expressing mm -hmm. yourself. Because the more accepting society becomes, the more you feel free to express who you truly are, mm -hmm. who, you tr who you are always going to be. And... You know, if you're in a space that is welcoming and affirming and can you can see yeah. trans representation at target, that makes you more willing to say, oh, you know what? I'm trans or I'm gay or I'm a lesbian or I'm anything in between right. of that. Right. And that is okay. I'm going to shine bright. And I'm going to shine bright know. and make sure that others know. Yeah. Yeah. But oh yeah, but this 10% is high though. And you know, I mean, I, I really truly believe in my heart of hearts that it's way higher than that is. Yes. Of course, we've got a lot of people that just because of their livelihood or for other reasons, um, you know, they can't be out and proud like we are. That's why we're out for those people. Right. So right. I really do believe that that percentage is way higher. Right. And I just loved exactly how excited you got when it was Brazil. You're like, yeah, I think that number. <laughs> way higher there you know but that spectrum that you speak about pastor harold you know is is true like everyone's in the middle somewhere it's kind right. of like the you know it's like uh you could be fluid you could be pansexual you could just love whatever it is and there's like a, this certain gauge that you yeah. fall under but it's impossible to really put yourself in a box right you right know? i agree with both of you however the the number of the people that they Interviewed twenty two thousand. I'm like out of the world. Like that's I know. Uh, like, out of eight billion people. A random number. Twenty two thousand five hundred. That is a good sample. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I was a little astounded. I'm like, okay, that that seems very small to for me. the world. For the world. <laughs> they were all in Temecula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were all. I mean, Orlando. <laughs> Temecula and Orlando. 
if you've ever heard that ratio, like one in 10, like if you've ever heard, that actually came from a misreading of the Kinsey reports, like yeah. in 1948 when they did the a male- A misreading. A misreading. Because okay. like the whole argument of the, uh, like they did a study on male sexual behavior that was published in 1948, and then five years later on women's was published in 1953. And the Kinsey reports by Alfred Kinsey, who himself was queer, um, and uh, the, you know, it was the argument about it was that it's often, it's on a spectrum. <laughs> like that was the mm -hmm. argument right. that it exists in a spectrum. So to identify it is almost impossible yeah. because right. it fluctuates and it depends on a number of different things. And it's a construct depending on the time of history, our circumstance, all these things, right? right. Um, and but to kind of look at this number, it sounds like one in ten. So like well, see, that, the one in ten, right? the one in ten was big when I came out thirty years ago. Right. It was one in ten. So I just feel sad that it's not two of ten now. Like right. that. That's my. Oh, I, it I, is. I, I, I'm more prayerful that people are more comfortable with who they are, like you were saying, yeah. Pastor, to be who, their authentic self. Right. Right. But I think it's being able to verbalize it, yeah. and to vocalize it, and to own yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm I'm going to make an argument, bold statement. I'm going to make an argument. I would be that disappointed in if you did. 2023, <laughs> this may be the most important single moment for LGBT. This survey, and and the others that are going to prove that this is accurate. And the reason is, is first, the reason you can't come to the conclusion uh, beyond what generally over the last two or three decades we have done is because it has to do with sex. If it was going to have something to do with your eye color or your, uh, your race based on skin, we would have absolutely no problem coming to the factual conclusion on it. We can't do that here and get acceptance because it is about sex. We don't want to know what the conclusion is. And the reason is, is because those people that establish how we think about sex, certainly in Puritan America, right. is based on those that are in power, yeah. which are principally older white men, yeah. and Christian evangelicals who are white. And so they shame sex to the point where we're not gonna find out this. And the reason is, they don't want to find out this. This is why they the manage it, head in the sand, because they know it's already true. But if they, if this widely gets accepted, it has the effect of how people vote, yep. of who people, of what people run, and how power and money mm -hmm. is accepted in society. Yeah. To that proof. Uh, of that observation. There's a couple of things that I think are super important in this study. Uh, when I first read it, I read it very extensively. Brazil, 15%, Peru and Japan, four, absolutely not. That indicates that the study survey is incorrect. It didn't change because the people were humans in Brazil or people in Peru. Japan is facing very difficult LGBT civil rights. That's right. why marriage is, is so issue uh, oriented. Peru versus other places in South America. I'm going to Colombia. You're going to Costa Rica. The response numbers in Costa Rica and Colombia are far higher than they are in Peru. Yeah. The numbers are fluctuating based on those who are in power right. and, and are policies. Christian religions right that are holding it down because it is sex. That's why it varies. Another example of why this is so important, we make the joke, okay, boomer. <laughs> the study finds that out. Gen Zers are twice as likely to yeah. identify as boomers. Why? Uh, my sexuality as a boomer is no different than Max Fenning's as a Gen Zer, except the power and the Christian 
evangelical holding me down and Max Fenning going, I don't give a fuck what well, you think. It's conditioning. It's, it, it's, it's completely conditioning. societal pressure and that's how and why the numbers are moving. And by the way, all of the surveys are showing that Gen Z identification as LGBT is moved to 20 percent. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Which is why we have so much bad legislation coming after us, because they know. They exactly know what's happening. Exactly mm -hmm. what is coming. One final note of, of, of statistics that are important here. Oh, wait, the numbers are down 1 percent from 2021. People all of a sudden, poof. You're no longer a homosexual <laughs> or a bisexual or a pansexual. Poof, what happened? What happened was the, the older white men and the evangelicals pounding their fists yep. in places like Florida yep. and Missouri and Montana. And as a result, I don't feel as free to say I am this. You're retracting. I'm retracting. Right. Correct. And the numbers go down. Yeah. That's what's going on with this. I don't want to be cynical, too, and I'm not going to just throw... <laughs> I feel like, I'm like, let me end on a cynical note. I also get very nervous when people start counting us. Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, in history, that doesn't end well, usually. No, and like, yeah. so I you also end up just want to say... with a pink triangle on I your arm. I was just going to say that. You just took the words out of my mouth. Yep, we're all going to be marked and, and what do they call that when they brand and you? Brand it. Brand it, yeah. brand it. We're the same everywhere. It's just a question of, are we free enough to be able to say it? Right. And will people hear and listen to it? And will the church stop? controlling this right and will white older men okay boomer straight stop trying stop trying to yeah. manage us and the reality is that when you when you eliminate shame if we were to one day you know really fight and eliminate that shame we are more than just any of those little numbers can say yeah because the, this the shame and that's where the, the sex comes from there's a lot of shame around yeah. sex and that is that is a transgenerational thing that continues to affect everybody. Yep. And I'm happy that millennials and Gen Zers are, are you know yeah, slowly pushing us away from that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're doing better than my generation. Oh yeah, is what's happening. Yeah. We are queer news tonight, the world's first and only live daily LGBTQ plus evening news show from Happening Out Television Network. In the model of PBS and NPR, we educate, inform, and entertain by supporting the 10 pillars of the LGBTQ community, with more than 100,000 a week watching on Roku, Apple Television, and other channels. To keep the stories going, we accept donations with 100% transparency, stay updated, and live authentically with Queer News Tonight.